0: I don't know about you, but I wasn't expecting this. I feel like we were all blindsided by her. No one saw this coming, and I haven't heard from anyone who is expecting Amy Coney Barrett to be so unbelievably smart and articulate. I wasn't quite sure what to expect when the president nominated her. I was thinking maybe a college professor nerd, someone who'd be wearing glasses and quoting the law, and someone who'd be extremely boring, too. I wasn't expecting must-see TV. I wasn't expecting to be so into watching as she destroyed the Democrats who were so lamely trying to trip her up. The only time I didn't pay too much attention was when the Republicans on the committee were talking. I can only imagine what it was like behind the scenes. If you were a Democrat, did you really want to ask her any questions after watching her make so many of your colleagues look so dumb? And a lot of the questions weren't even written by the senators, but by members of their staffs. So, were some senators screaming at the people who wrote the questions? Why did you make me ask that question? She made me look like an idiot. I can't think of too many members on the Democratic side who needed any help from their staff to make them look like idiots. They don't need any help at all when it comes to that. I was surprised, though, that some Democrats on the committee didn't try to avoid asking any questions at all. Is it my turn to ask questions? You know, I don't feel so well. Can someone take my temperature? I think I might have the virus. Can I go home? Can I see the school nurse? No matter what you think of these senators sitting on the committee, they are very smart people. Many of them graduated from very good colleges and were near the top of their class. Many of them were very successful in their private law practices. Remember, this is the Judiciary Committee, a place where they discuss the law and concepts of law and the Constitution. These people are not dummies. Not even Cory Booker or Maisie Harano. I know she sounds like a complete idiot, and at times, like someone who can't read, but make no mistake, she's very smart. And she considers herself to be very smart, too. And if you watch her talk about herself, she takes every opportunity to tell everyone just how smart she is. Democrats in general seem to like doing that. They actually believe that they are the smartest people in the room, despite all of the evidence to the contrary. But just because you're very smart doesn't mean you have any common sense, or that you know right from wrong, or that you even care about right and wrong. These are very smart people, which makes it even more amazing at how easily Amy Coney Barrett made them look so foolish. I just wasn't expecting it. We've been hearing her name for a few years, and she's been mentioned when the first two Supreme Court spots opened up, and she wasn't the one put up by the President. Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh were nominated instead, and with all due respect for them, ACB leaves them in the dust. She should have been nominated first. The only thing I can figure is that maybe she had reasons why she couldn't take the nomination at the time. Maybe family issues. But if you're looking at intellect and presentation and grasp of the law, she is simply astounding. When she wasn't nominated, I thought she must be the weakest candidate for the court. I thought she must have some weaknesses that would become obvious when she was questioned. I think we should have been warned. I didn't read any articles saying, wait until you see this Amy Coney Barrett, she'll blow you away. She's brilliant and articulate and an obviously caring person who is a wife and a mother and a teacher and a role model. But I didn't read any articles saying any of these things, and I didn't hear anyone on the networks saying these things either. I bet there are media types who wish they had said them, So they could now say, see, I told you. I'd love to be the one person telling everyone that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I knew it all along. I knew how good she is. I told everyone. I was the only one. But I can't say that. And I don't think anyone else can either. But I'm sure that someone will come out of the woodwork and say it. Maybe that dope Chris Cuomo will say it on CNN. That would be just like him. But I'm glad no one did, because the surprise was great. Now, me being surprised was one thing, but none of the Senators seemed to know about her either. How else do you explain the way some of them tried to treat her? I started laughing when she started answering questions because it was clear right from the beginning that most of these Senators were so completely overmatched, and they didn't seem to know it or even care. It sure didn't stop Democrats from blindly charging ahead with total disregard for their own well-being. I was totally impressed at how oblivious they were to the fact that she was making them look like complete fools. It didn't seem to matter, because all they wanted to do was get through their talking points. The fact that she was sitting there with that look she had throughout the hearings, she was staring intently at them, treating them as if she thought they were her intellectual equal. But everyone, except the Senators, knew that was silly. Yet she kept looking like she actually cared about what they were saying, like she thought their questions were actually insightful. There were times when she would say, I'm glad you asked that question, Senator. And when she did, I could almost see the Senator cringe and ask themselves, Why did I ask that question? because they knew she was about to make them look like a fool. She was so well prepared for them, and they were so unprepared for her. One of the best moments of the hearings was when Texas Senator John Cornyn said, Most of us have multiple notebooks and notes and books, things like that in front of us. Can you hold up what you've been referring to in answering our questions? She held up a notepad that had U.S. Senate written on it and a few notes that she had written. That's it. Other people nominated to the Supreme Court bring tons of paper with notes written all over them so they can refer to them when they're answering questions. But she had nothing except that empty little notebook. And she was still able to answer questions about cases and court precedent and anything else. It was breathtaking. Her knowledge and well-thought-out answers left me wondering how anyone could do that. When scientists talk about A.I., is this what they mean? The one time she seemed to slip was when she forgot one of the five freedoms listed in the First Amendment to the Constitution. Now, many people on the left thought that should disqualify her from serving on the court, but cooler heads prevailed, and they let it slide. Another thing I found amazing was the reaction from people I know on the left. I know a couple of women who, before the hearing, were positive they were going to hate her. They wanted to watch the hearings so they could hate her even more. But after two days, they were big fans of ACB. They enthusiastically wanted her confirmed. I've never seen that happen before. And if you knew these two women, you would be as amazed as I was. They loved it when male senators tried to get her to say things that she wasn't going to answer, and she'd come back at them. They thought some of the Senators were patronizing and mansplaining, and they were cheering when ACB would put them in their place. If Democrats thought these hearings were going to help them with women voters in this election, I think someone should take them aside and explain some things to them. Now, I don't like Dick Durbin, the Senator from Illinois. I think he's a left-wing extremist. But I have to give him credit for asking the best questions from the Democrats. I know the bar wasn't set very high, but overall, he was pretty good. The questions were thoughtful, and he and ACB went back and forth a few times on specific issues concerning the law. She more than held her own, and you could see it in his face that he was both disappointed and defeated. I got the impression that he felt like he was blindsided, too. At least he got to interview her before the hearing, so he must have known what he was up against. But then, these senators have such huge egos, maybe he just couldn't admit to the possibility that she is just smarter and better informed about the law than he is. For the most part, the Democrats seem to be resigned to the fact that she is going to be confirmed. They were so confident at first because they all kept talking about how a majority of Americans didn't want the hearings to go forward and they thought that maybe a few Republican senators would back off. But they stopped saying that when, after two days of the hearings, the polls flipped and showed that a majority of Americans liked her and wanted her to be confirmed. Imagine that. She's so impressive that the American people said, we don't like the fact that you're pushing this nomination through so close to the election, but we'll let you get away with it just this one time. Just this once. Because... It's the right thing to do. And, oh yeah, she's the smartest person we've ever seen, and she's level-headed and will apply the law fairly, the way it should be applied, and not make up things that aren't in the Constitution like the Democrats want. I wonder just how many people who didn't even know the meaning of the word originalist are now telling their friends, when it comes to the Constitution, interpreting it I mean, I'm an originalist. That was another thing that stood out to me how well she explained things. You could understand what she was saying and why she held her positions. She's a great teacher. I know lawyers who hate to tell people that they are lawyers because people have such a low opinion of lawyers. But she makes them feel proud to be a lawyer, if that's possible. People who can explain things in ways that are understandable are so rare. Great coaches, like the Patriots' Bill Belichick, are first and foremost great teachers. You can tell that she's a great teacher. Her students say she's great. Every school in America should have great teachers like Amy Coney Barrett. But unfortunately for our children, most aren't lucky enough to have even one. When Senator Feinstein started talking about the issue of severability, I thought, this is going to be really boring. It was one of those legal issues that nobody was going to understand. But then ACB explained it by comparing it to a game of Jenga. She said, So if you picture severability being like a Jenga game, it's kind of like, if you pull one out, will it all stand? Or if you pull out two, will it still stand? Feinstein looked like she'd been hit with a cattle prod, but managed to say, I'm really impressed. Senator Feinstein, everybody was impressed. After the first few hours of the hearings, the Democrats had to know they didn't have a chance of stopping her from taking a seat on the court. They still attacked her, but they tried to make the hearings all about Obamacare and how millions of people are going to die because the only reason she's being appointed to the court is to end it. And millions of people are worried sick because she's going to end legalized abortions. And millions and millions of people will die from gun violence because she owns a gun, and she'll refuse to overturn the Second Amendment. And also, millions of people won't be able to vote because she supports voter suppression. And if Donald Trump loses the election, she'll make sure the Supreme Court will overturn the results of the election and make him dictator for life. That's what the Democrats believe. I truly thought that Maisie Hirono would turn the tide for the Democrats, and maybe she would have if you could have understood a single thing that she was saying. If she had read names out of the Washington, D.C. telephone book or box scores from the baseball playoff games, it would have been a little less boring, or not as incomprehensible maybe, and I'm telling you, despite all of the evidence to the contrary, Maisie Hirono is a very bright woman. I did enjoy the questioning by Ted Cruz. I I think he's getting a little more likable as he gets older. He's always been an interesting speaker, but he was always preaching, and it would get on my nerves. But lately, I don't know. He seems to be getting better at getting his points across without sounding like a know-it-all. Whatever it is, I'm really beginning to like him. And I like to go out and have a few drinks sometime with that Senator Sheldon Whitehouse from Rhode Island. He's really out there. He should be the head of the conspiracy theory subcommittee. Talk about loons, but at least he's an interesting one. Senator Chris Coons of Delaware? Not so much. I find this guy to be really annoying. He does that lawyer thing where he accuses you of committing the murder, but then puts his hands in the air and says... I'm not really saying you committed the murder, even though you heard me say it. I'm just saying it. You know what I mean? So I know I just accused you of being a racist, but don't listen to what I said because I know I said it and you heard me say it, but you shouldn't be mad at me because the devil made me say it. That tactic is just so slimy. Accuse people of the worst behavior, and then try to convince them that you really didn't mean to ask the question, but you just had to, out of a sense of duty. He's such a lying, insufferable jerk, and I do mean it. Richard Blumenthal might even be worse. When he made the statement that women might be afraid to use birth control because they fear how she feels about it, she shot back at him, I'd be surprised if people thought that birth control would be criminalized. He then suggested that people are scared that marriage equality could be cut back, and that their relationships might be criminalized. She said, To suggest that's the kind of America I want to create isn't based on any facts in my record. Now, This is all coming from Richard Blumenthal, a man who lied about his military record, and the voters of Connecticut still elected him to the Senate. How sad. Then, of course, there's Kamala Harris. The more this woman talks, the more she helps President Trump's chances of getting reelected. She just isn't likable. I wish that she could be on national television every day. She can't have enough time in front of the cameras to suit me. Amy Coney Barrett will be confirmed as a Supreme Court justice, and she'll force other members of the court to raise their game. Anyone that smart just makes everyone around them try harder. She deserves to sit on the court. I just wish I would known about her sooner. To know that someone with her intelligence and sense of decency and compassion, her judgment and knowledge of the law will be sitting on the highest court in America should make everyone proud. I guess being blindsided isn't always a bad thing.